been wanting to do a podcast and we're gonna do this casual. Whoa! Here, foul. Oh, Jamie. Ah. We're going to sing campfire songs? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's go with what we got. Um, hold on, hold on. I'm through by the fire. Hold on. <laughs> Right. Good to see you. There's a hell of a lot of worse places to be than right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Hey, so, what do you got there? Blue Moon? I have got Blue Moon. Um, not by like exciting choice, but just because <laughs> it was what was available. What are you drinking over there? I got this new uh, locale IPA by Sheboygan Brewing called Tree Love IPA. Excellent. So it's all about, you know, Mother Earth saving our planet. And they even got a little disc golf basket on there. Not sure if you can hey. see that, but yeah, I can. pretty cool. <laughs> hey. Cheers. Virtual cheers. Cheers. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for joining me, Greg Argyle hanging out in his backyard and i am at go rec currently i wish we could be together here situation were different someday we'll be out there throwing this together it'll be fun i hope so we had uh, some big plans back here for coming up here in june and it's not panning out thanks to the covid environment but here we are anyway enjoying a virtual brew together and I got, I got basket 14. Do you recognize this? I do. That's a good one. <laughs> You've been back here throwing a little bit, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. It's nice. It's a great course. I really like it. It's really quiet out there. Nice technical fairways. It is. I was walking around a little bit today to see uh, if anything was moving and was sitting on the ridge overlooking uh, the lake that's the pond that's on back we call it the pothole and mm -hmm. uh, they're uh, the largest uh, red tail hawk I've ever seen came gliding in and it's been a little windy today you know so it had its wings like all feathered out you know and it came in for this beautiful glide in sat in a snag behind me and started started sounding off and I started sounding back at it and then I thought I probably better not do that just in case in hawk speak, I'm actually throwing down with it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I want to get in a tussle with a red tail hawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got the sky to it. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> well, listen, thanks a lot for joining me uh, here tonight. I wanted to, uh, just chat and the big questions that uh, we have been asking start off with what first got you into the outdoors? Honestly, it would have been when I was a kid going on vacations with my family, hiking waterfalls, going out to the beach, taking trails in the woods. Uh, that got me to fall in love with being outside. And since then, it's evolved into uh, creating the game and playing the game of disc golf while I'm on these hikes throughout the woods. And you grew up here in Traverse City area? Yes, I did. So that was the uh, the hills and the shorelines of Lake Michigan? Definitely. A lot of time out at Sleeping Bears, up in the UP, visiting the waterfalls up there. So all over northern Michigan. Nice. What's, uh, you know, you can't, it's hard to pick like 
your favorite favorite spot but what's one, been one of the places that you've gone back to a lot as an adult that you uh that you remember from childhood uh i like port oneida uh you know pyramid point that area out there it's really nice it's gotten a lot more popular over the years and you can see people more often out there than before but it's it's nice you can always find a spot to go and hang out and be alone or with your significant other so it's cool uh, tell me again where that's at to a newbie. Uh, do you know where, if you're heading out towards um, past, I guess I think of it as like Maple City. So if I'm going past Maple City Disc Golf Course, if I'm going out towards the Sleeping Bear National Lakeshore, um, it's out there past Empire. Got it. We're right in the middle of the National Park layout. Mm -hmm. So what first got you into disc golf? Trying to think, it was probably early 2000s. Um, I know that my friends had played and it was kind of a pastime at lunch because the high school was right over by uh, the college and there was a short little nine hole course. So we'd go over there, you know, lunch after school and it was just something to do. Um, and that was honestly just it. It was going out with one disc and just playing and kind of evolved into you know moving my competitive nature from other sports that I played into disc golfing and my love for the outdoors what do you love about disc golf <laughs> everything about it honestly um, I like being able to go out and just you know shoot the crap with my friends um, you know have a good time and I also like the tournaments um, and you know organizing events running leagues putting together fundraisers working on courses I mean I don't think there's one thing about this golf I can say I don't love. I like every part of it. Well, and that brings us right up to uh, what do you do in the outdoors now? You've been uh, our uh, consultant out here at GORAC for working through our uh, the route of our disc golf course. You know, we mm -hmm. put these in our um, uh, intern last summer. Uh, Travis Peck put in this course and uh, you were involved I think a little bit with that and ongoing uh, offered to help us kind of lay this out in anticipation of putting together a uh, disc golf uh, uh, tournament this summer um, and uh, so tell us tell us about uh, what your what your business is outdoors now. So right now with Aloft, we're focusing on promoting and de developing the sport. So whether it be from running leagues or events or things that we can get the community involved from like clinics and bringing new people in or teaching people how to take that next step in their game or creating new, new courses, um, helping out with old ones that maybe haven't got a lot of love over the years, uh, cleanups and getting other players out there who are ready to go from amateur to pro or pro to hopefully get to the big leagues and get sponsored by one of the big manufacturers and chase their dreams as well. So we kind of use ourselves as a platform to get out there and grow the sport. What's the benefit of that uh, for you uh, being involved at that level? For me, honestly, is that I can still be involved with the sport that I love. Um, I've played a lot less over the years as I've gotten involved, um, you know, putting together leagues and events and projects and stuff. Um, I'm not quite the diehard. I'm not playing the two or three rounds a day like I used to. It's more like two or three rounds a week. Um, but it keeps me involved. It keeps me on my toes and 
the biggest thing is is putting in these projects and working on these courses and seeing other people come out there and enjoy them and the smile on their face makes me happy so that's what it's all about for me that's awesome has there been uh i want to ask you if there's um if there's been a moment or a story uh where that payoff uh, that you're talking about seeing other people get involved was there a a moment that something happened and you were like yeah that's what that's why i wanted to do this uh a certain moment is it's hard to really pinpoint one um i think over the last few years it's been uh working at like our two most played courses uh between hickory and kingsley and volunteering a lot of time out there um and just honestly getting dirty and digging holes, cutting trees and having people come up and say, thanks. Like I love, you know, saying, I love what you guys are doing. Not just myself, cause we've got a community. It's a ton of us, um, but saying thanks. And that, that keeps me going, you know, that's the motivation right there. So I can't, I can't put it on one moment, but I can definitely, you know, think of the many faces that have come up and acknowledged, you know, what our community is doing to, to make our courses better so that's cool so there's a big community aspect to disc golf then definitely oh yeah yeah i mean in our area we have hundreds if not thousands of players um i would say definitely thousands uh, maybe more so in the hundreds as far as you know competitive and we have a lot of casual players and i mean there's a national tour there's worldwide players and events that happen so it's there's a really big disc golf community and it's 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 blowing up right now um unfortunately the events that have you know happened this year with COVID have kind of slowed down a little bit because not everybody's able to get out on the course like they'd like to um but this has been one of the best years um in the last 12 months for disc golf and the growth so it's great how many people are involved with uh a loft disc golf well, there's myself. I'm the founder. Uh, my wife and I are the owners. Um, we have a team of 14 players. So we have seven professionals and seven amateurs. Uh, and then outside of that, you know, we have a lot of people who just kind of embraced you know, what we're doing. Um, so really, I mean, how far we've reached and the exact number, that's hard to say. Um, you know, we've reached as far as, as, as Europe, uh, Malaysia, you know, we're, we're working on, you know, our more local and regional areas, but we've definitely hit some some world markets, which is cool. So you've gone to uh, Europe and Malaysia working on some of these? No, we haven't, but our reach has, um, you know, sponsoring holes and uh, courses and, you know, other things in, in other parts of the world. So wow. that's really awesome. Is that a good idea? I'd love to go there. <laughs> yeah, right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really nice right now. The thing that drew me to disc golf is just that um, you, A, you see it around a lot. When you're, we mm -hmm. do a lot of road trips and traveling, and we figured out as a family one of the really effective ways to uh, manage the kids is to find places to stop on the road trip and mm -hmm. so not be in a hurry so that you can stop for an hour 
And while you're laying out lunch and stuff like that, the kids can just stretch their legs and, and go crazy. And it seemed like more often than not, when we would stop at one of those waypoints, there would be uh, these baskets, you know, stretched out there. And I kept thinking, man, if we had, if we had some discs, we could, you know, we could play disc golf quite a bit. So it seems like across the country, it's uh, getting to be pretty ubiquitous and accessible. And it's, Definitely. I mean, the second part of that is an outdoor sport. It's an outdoor arena. It's really cool. I know when I started playing in the early 2000s, um, a lot of it was word of mouth, uh, just learning where, you know, hey, there's a course here, there's a course there. A new course went out at Maple City. I remember when that went in, and it's still awesome. And now we have, you know, smartphones and websites, um, apps like UDisc or Disc Golf Course Review. And you can go on your phone when you're driving down the road and pull it up by your location. It'll show you all the disc golf courses in the area, um, how many holes they have, you know, what kind of difficulty, the types of baskets, the types of tees. And you can be pretty much anywhere um, and find a disc golf course, especially here in Michigan. I mean, we have an insane amount of disc golf courses in our state, which is really cool. Um, I mean, especially considering our size, uh, we've got pretty good competition with you know, California. Uh, which obviously they can play year round, but for a seasonal state like us, I mean, we still have people that play in the winter, the diehards. So it's cool. Uh, all right, Northern Michigan playing disc golf in the winter time. <laughs> now, what's the deepest snow you've waded through to go disc golfing? Oh man, uh, personally, probably waist high. No, and that wasn't like. <laughs> I mean, it, there's uh, some courses that the tee pads are maintaining. You know, they shovel them throughout the winter and stuff. Um, and you go out and you're like, oh, that'll be about knee high. And if you have a really bad shot off the beaten path, you know, the straight path down the fairway that everybody takes, you can get you know, some pretty deep stuff for sure. <laughs> is that hardcore or is that a kid? <laughs> it's hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely hardcore. I mean, you get people that tape ribbons onto their discs, you know, four or five foot streamers and throw some duct tape on them. So when they throw them and they go in the snow, they got a little tail sticking out so they can find their disc. So it's definitely the diehards. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Is that you said your wife works with you on this? Is that uh, how do you find the experience, uh, family business working together in, in an outdoor sport like this? It's cool, it's it's really laid back. Um, you know, she helps me at events, um, you know, whether it be with registration and checking players in, making sure that awards and stuff get paid out, um, and then also on the social media aspect, um, you know, sharing stuff, you know, throughout the day, interesting articles. So it's cool. Um, I mean, <laughs> she's, she's awesome. So, um, I mean, working together is just, you know, another daily thing. So <laughs> that's terrific. So, I mean, the second part there of disc golfing is that it is an outdoor sport more often than not, right? Is there any indoor venues for disc golfing? There is some like pop-up events, uh, things that have kind of come up in the last few years. Um, like the going stadiums, um, which is kind of, um, I know that the, the Joliet prison, um, they do a putting league there in the winter 
and they have an old old prison and they have stations set up where you can go in and putt. Um, it's not like normal where you're, you're throwing long holes. Um, there's been one or two videos that I've seen where some players have thrown in some underground tunnels and stuff. Um, but other than that, I know the Uper Dome has had some, you know, ability to let people come in and throw their discs there. But other than that, it's all outdoors. And those are real, real minimal. Yeah. Uh, and unique, it sounds like. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to check out the, the prison putting league. Um, we planned a, a road trip, and we'll see. Maybe next year when it comes back, we'll be able to hit it in the spring and check that out. How uh, – so talking about the relationship between disc golf and the outdoors, uh, is it – is the outdoors a part of the disc golf experience uh, for you or f and for other uh, disc golf throwers? For sure, 100%. Um, I mean, I love being outside and hiking through the woods. And, you know, sometimes to put some purpose to it, you know, I, I guess you could say, hey, you know, I'm going to carry a frisbee or a disc with me and throw it through the woods and maybe throw it some trees. But when I'm on a disc golf course, it's, it's replicating walking on the trails. Granted, there are trails that, I walk and I walk them strategically, um, but definitely, uh, you know, between looking for Petoskey stones or morel mushrooms or things like that, um, you can do all that while you play disc golf. So it's it's cool. It's good mental, good physical exercise. You brought that up, and and of course I'm like four years new to Michigan. Uh, I did not know what a Petoskey stone was until recently. For somebody that's listening to this or watching and doesn't know what a Petoskey stone is, can you describe that for a non-Michigander? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, unique to our area. Um, I mean, granted, we're a little more south, uh, but it's fossilized coral. Um, and over the years, they break down, and when you, I mean, you can get them wet, you can oil them up, and you can really see, you know, the fossilized the fossilization in there is really is really cool um i actually found one in my backyard the other day when i was doing some work so um yeah they're cool i mean a lot of people uh, will leave them or collect them polish them up them in you know jewelry and stuff but i've i got a bucket and maybe make some trophies out of them or line my front porch i don't know <laughs> that's awesome um, well, okay, so if you're talking to, let's start with this. If you're talking with other people, somebody you know or don't know about why they should get outside uh, and, you know, the motivation for that, what's your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that, I mean, getting outside is is great for not only physical, but mental health. Um, I think it's great to be able to get out and breathe fresh air, see beautiful things, escape from whatever your nine to five or your regular job might be. I mean, you're fortunate <laughs> you are outside. Um, but to me, that's what getting outdoors is. Um, you know, when I'm done working at the, the, the day, you know, five o'clock hits, I'm ready to hit the disc golf course. Um, go take my dog for a walk like that's 
that's what I'm looking forward to because when I'm inside, you know, I'm, I'm getting work done, but I like, I like the escape. Um, I like, I like to be able to go out and enjoy our world as it is, you know, it's beautiful. Escape's a really interesting word there. Kind of, it almost gives you a tension release from whatever else is occupying your attention, doesn't it? For sure, definitely. You hear sometimes that uh, the word escapism that outdoor recreational users are, uh, you know, they're into escapism or, you know, antisocial behavior. And I kind of take that the opposite way. I feel like there's such a communal social aspect to that that we've even seen during uh, COVID mitigation. People's uh, need to bust out of their house and escape the reality that's going on in our nation and in our world just by taking a walk down the sidewalk or or going to their local park, throwing to disc golf. Uh, it does give you a, an escape. I think that's really important. Definitely. And I've seen that a lot more lately. I mean, just here in my neighborhood, uh, there are so many people out walking, you know, running, riding their bikes, their skateboards. Um, there's not a whole lot of places that they can go, but they're making use of our trails and our sidewalks and our parks as much as they can. And, and uh, I think when you're told that you know you can stay home, like everyone's like, I want to be outside. It's beautiful. The sun's out. It's warm, and that's what they're doing. And I can see that. It's great. It's been a boom of even more people. I feel like than uh, typically go outdoors. Usually, it's almost like a <laughs> home order. And of course, here in Michigan, we're allowed to go outside and and uh, outdoor spaces as long as we're social, you know, physically distanced from each other. But uh, it's almost like the stay-at-home order gave us this panic attack that, you know, no, the sun's out. We got to go. We got to go. Got <laughs> to stay inside. <laughs> Is that, So, all right. How about specific to disc golf? If you're talking to somebody about disc golf, what's your sales pitch for somebody that has never done it? My sales pitch to disc golf? Um, you just gotta throw a disc. I, I mean, I think that uh, you mix. I mean, obviously, all the outdoor aspects that we talked about. Um, but it's so cheap. I mean, most of the areas, most of the courses here in our area are free to play. Um, we don't have, you know, really any pay-to-play courses in in the immediate area. And you can go out and buy a disc, one disc for, let's say, ten dollars out the door. And that disc could last you years. And if you like the strategy and the just playing, I guess, golf, you know, making a game out of it is, it's fun. You know, it's okay. So I want to walk there. That's a cool trail. How many throws is it going to take me? And I think just throw the disc once. You're going to be hooked. <laughs> what's the difference because you're always trying to get better you know i've been playing for almost 20 years it's like i'm always trying to get better is <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference between just going out in the backyard with the frisbee and actually going out in the course um i mean going out on the course uh you have the 
the holes and you have, you know, the challenge of getting from point A to point B, which would be from the to the, the tee to the basket. Uh, in my backyard, um, it's, it's mostly just kind of refining those skills, you know, practicing putting or playing catch with my wife or one of my friends or letting the dog chase it. Uh, it's a lot more laid back in the backyard. Uh, the course definitely brings, you know, a lot, a lot more challenge to it. Well, if somebody is uh, wanting to dig up more information about you or what you do or about disc golf, where will you refer them to? You can catch us on any of our social media streams on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube through Aloft Disc Golf or visit our website at aloftdg.com and we'll have a link to all of our players, our store and what our current events are, what we're working on. Very good. Hey, thanks a lot for joining me this evening. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Cheers.